Hello. Look how mad he is. Hi, Jessica. So oh, I start the music and you turn away from the mic. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> hi, Elsie. Jeff's, Jeff's is off hi, mic. Hi, guys. And yes, you know how mic. I know? Jeff's not off mic. I'm right here. How do you how, how do you know, Don? Because she's you know? in the audio editing solution studio because she buttered mm. her keyboard. Yes. Yeah, she did butter her keyboard. It is Key- sad, keyboard. but yes. it's true. But you sound a lot oh better. Gosh. I may never record from my own mic ever again. <laughs> I mean, how many times a week can I come up here and record is the question. How do I, I get this set up Isn't at home? Isn't it nice? There's no way to do it's it, is It's so there? nice. But hey, wait, hold on, hold up, is yo. Is the mic? You got butter. You got butter on your keyboard. So. Uh, I technically the deli buttered it. I just was a pawn and the middleman, if you will. Who puts okay. butter pads on top of a bowl of matzo ball soup? I didn't get any bread, but I opened oh. the bag from the deli and it's a plastic container of soup and then four butter pads on top. So I turn it over, dump them out and put the bag too close to my keyboard, let's just say. And now it's buttered. You know, if that hotel had had cable, this would have never been a problem because my my laptop would have been closed, not open. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. That bitter totally sucks. Bitter and, and angry. And, and and just for like finishing up like the story. So because um the keyboard is buttered, therefore Jess could not record from her computer or work on her computer. So she had to go over to the audio editing solution studio. So she is live with our amazing producer John. Yes. So I'm in fun. John's I'm in the dragon's lair. <laughs> She's in the will. podcast dungeon. He calls it the dungeon. But it's not a dungeon. It, it could probably use one other light bulb, but it's not a dungeon. You just have the oh. one. He just has a light <laughs> I can't even look at it. He has just a light bulb hanging from the ceiling, Elsie, like a... I mean, because it's a basement, but I mean, no like... Right, like lamp, a torture chamber. <laughs> no lampshade over it or anything, just like a bulb hanging in his face. Like an evil mastermind. It puts the lotion on and puts the lotion back in the basket. Yes, exactly. It's very. I mean, and there is another light bulb, but it's in, it's like the stupidest placement ever. It's in the corner. In my defense, Why? I'm the only guy down here, and normally I have my one co-host, Deuce, who's another dude, and we never, I never really thought that I would have to spruce up the place, but I do. Here you go. So I will have to spruce up the place. I'm just going to send it to you so you can see. So now she's taking she's taking selfies. Except though, I won't ever be able to see it because, in all honesty, I mean, Probably as true. horrible as my bandwidth is, it's even worse now because North Carolina is going underwater. I know. <laughs> What's up with that? I don't know, dude. It has not stopped raining, and it's taken down the cell towers, and the service is horrible. Like yesterday, I could not, for the life of me, even load one of the apps on my phone. Like I couldn't even. Like, there's no scrolling Facebook. There's no load. My emails wouldn't load. Like, nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. And um, so right now we are recording via cellular. So uh, John called my cell phone um, versus me using the, the Skype app, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I call you through Skype, so yes. Yeah, you call me through Skype, but you're calling to my phone versus, right. I mean, sorry, to my number Correct. versus the Skype on my phone because it's just awful and i it is like it's crazy non-stop rain right now so mm. i didn't even know this was going on 
until I saw the article or what you, you linked to, and it said road washed out. I'm like, road washed out? What happened? So. Yeah. Road washed out. But did you see the article that I sent her last night? No. Oh, that's right. No, you haven't seen. Yeah, you have to. I don't think we have it in the oh thing. But, God, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You guys, I just got the pictures. How cute. You guys are so cute. I love you so much. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so, when do you see this? It is so crazy. So Jessica sends me this this um, article about these two like reporters, and one of them I think was a, one of a, a pretty big reporter that were reporting on the weather here in North Carolina. They were reporting together. They did the broadcast, got in the car, and a yeah. tree fell in their car, and they died. <gasps> no, in North Carolina. Can you believe that? Die. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Isn't... Two reporters died covering heavy rains when a tree fell on their car. That's the headline. <laughs> Wow. Fake news. <sighs> it's not fake news. It's just a big old bummer. Good gracious. That's a bummer. Mm. But just the idea of that, like I just saw on Facebook, my neighbor uh, posted that we've gotten in the past two weeks, 50% of the rainfall of this area at this time, like in the last two weeks, which is you crazy. And the poor little, yeah, we have flood watchers like every single 15 minutes. I get a, I get a warning, warning, warning. Your, is your yard flooded? Yeah. Is your driveway yeah. flooded? No. Okay, but the yard is like a swamp right now, right? Yes, like up to your sure. like up to your knees, or just oh no no slush. no, like just like gigantic slushy puddles. Blech. Yeah, no no no, not like yeah, and um, but yeah yeah, it's just really bad because um, obviously the animals can't really go go out anywhere, and Wait. we have to keep them inside, and the poor little things. What? So you don't have you like a shed them? for them? They have to come in the house. No, no, yes, right? they do. No, 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 they're not in the house. Are you kidding? No, they have sheds, but that's it, though. I mean, they can't go anywhere. They're in these... I assumed they were in your house. So did John, I think. No. The baby goats used to be... I assumed that you had two goats. Wait, because you have six goats, right? We have five, but they don't live in the house. I mean, if you knew... No, they were in the The house when they were babies. Yeah, for sure. Until they started to jump over the baby gate... It was like, bing. <laughs> and then they started climbing up on the cabinets because they could, because they could. And they're like teetering on the edge of the sink, like in, in their little hooves, like on, and you're like, okay, this is, it's like, you, you can't have goats in the house. <laughs> so You thought you could domesticate them, but they had other plans. Yes, they did. Cause they're goats. And therefore right. they know they've been outside for a while. They've been outside. They, they, yeah, they're outside. It's just that it's sucky because they're inside their little enclosure the entire, like, all the time. And it's super wet. And they're very, like, goats like to stay, for the most part, dry and clean. So they're walking around Who like, doesn't? oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, when they're walking on the slush. So <laughs> it's pretty sad. It's kind of cute. It's very sad. So, but, yeah, it's bad. Did the goats ever make nice with their mama? No, not at all. I don't think they even recognize who their mama is. And those three goats, those three female goats are aggressive as all get out. Unfortunately, only um, Rand can really deal with them um, when they are out. Really? We all we all have to be in the house. I mean, I've tried it. I've tried it, but they attack. They just go for it, especially the young, especially the littlest one, the mommy of the baby goats. She is all aggressive. And then when she starts mad in you on took you, her babies away. I don't think so. I think she's just mad. The end. And um, you think she just has mental illness? Um, 
Possibly. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Maybe there's some goat Xanax or something. It's crazy. I mean, the last time we were out there, she totally like attacked me. And then her sister came after her trying, like she joined in. And the only way I escaped with my life was the last goat um, that came to the rescue. And she came up and, and she kind of was like, what are y'all doing? And she kind of helped me escape. So generally speaking, I don't, <laughs> I don't play with the big goats with the someday bucky and pine are going to grow up and they're going to see you try and feed the older goats and they're going to stand in your way like bulldogs like don't touch my that's my mother (laughs) you leave elsie alone i gotta tell you you, uh, to be honest with you if i was attacked by those two goats in my own house it's out the house well, I mean, out of the house, right, but right. like in the yard, yeah. you know, and I had to worry about there. I would be we would be eating goat stew for a long <laughs> time. What does goat taste like? You can't eat goat, know. can you? Sure yes, you can. you can. There are there are some. Yes, there are places that you, you raise goats for meat. There's like you it's raise either like goats for meat or. I don't I have no idea, dude. I have no idea. Hmm. That said, though, well, you know what? We do have so many things to cover. I mean. Like a bazillion, right, jillion right. things. Let's so go. before we get Enough started, though, how about we hear from Danny so that we can say hello to Danny and then get started. What's up, Danny boy? Let's do it. I'm a big fan of the in-the-box podcasting setup using my laptop and some microphones. One of the crucial pieces of equipment that you need in this setup is the digital audio interface. The digital audio interface is a box that actually does several different things. First of all, it's a converter. It converts the analog signal coming from your microphones to a digital signal that the computer can understand, and then converts that digital signal coming back out of the computer to an analog signal that you can hear in your headphones. It's also a preamp. This is an amplifier that boosts the signal of your microphones just a little bit, makes sound a little bit better it's a pretty cool thing and then it is also a mixing console it's a virtual mixing console so most digital audio interfaces come with a piece of software that allows you to see on your screen a virtual mixing console balance the audio and route the audio in different ways if you're interested in exploring digital audio interfaces i can recommend several brands presonus focusrite and mark of the unicorn or motu m-o-t-u for short You know that feeling when you do everything you can, research, plan, prepare, execute, you've got a great guest to interview, you're all set to go, and then your sound breaks up, or you lose your connection, or it's just dead air? Yep, that was happening to me more and more on my on-air live podcast show. So frustrating, so unprofessional. And that's when I decided I needed to do something about this. And that's when I found Danny Osment from Emerald City Productions. Danny took the worry out, the frustration and the anxiety. Danny helped me and my sound quality. He helped me understand podcasting. He helped me with my format. He helped me switch my platform easily and effectively. In other words, he up-leveled my show. He took the anxiety out so that I could focus on my content. I'm so glad he is producing my show for me now. Now I know my sound will be great, the show's consistent, which allows my level of my expertise for my work to come through. I'm so grateful for Danny's help, his expertise, and my podcast, The Empowered Spirit Show. Woohoo! <sighs> Boxes. These are the ones that are very um, confusing for all of us, or at least for... Moi, but I know you have one, don't you, Mighty John? John has one. 
Yes, he I have was, a couple. He was showing it to me Vanna White style while Danny was... <laughs> well, oh, okay. He was, he was talking about the, <laughs> the Scarlet 2i2, and I have one here in a box that I haven't oh really used yet. So she was. he was talking about it, and I was just was, was putting <laughs> my, my hand underneath of it. Oh my but yeah, God. I have that, and I have the, the Scarlet i8 i20, which is an eight input, eight output audio interface. Her voice came out of nowhere. Yeah, Jess was looking around like somebody walked I was in. Like, and, who invited her? Who? What is that? <laughs> who is that? What's going on? Um, was, yeah, mean, so was, there was no like listen to a happy client. It was just hello. It always, I know he does that all the time though. But you guys, if you guys want to up level your audio for sure, um, please go to Emerald City Productions. EmeraldCityPro.com. Yes. Forward slash checklist, right? Yes, for sure. That is correct. So, okay. Um, thank you, thank Danny. You. Thank you, Danny. So excited. And now we're moving into some news. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. Stupid every time. Stupid every say? time. No, it's not Everybody stupid. It's so it. cool. I love it. It's the coolest thing ever. I even it's forget not your it's you. voice. If you heard your voice know, doing that, true. you'd be like, Jesus Christ. You are correct. I, I have like, you know, the Jessica's pet peeves one is a little like, I'm like, oh my God, who is that crazy? Yes. Lady. You're like, who's that lunatic? Oh, that's me. Jessica's pet peeves. I got it. <laughs> um, but it's the laughing. See? It's that like uncontrollable laughing that make, I'm like, oh my God, she's a freak. That part's hilarious. Oh, wait, that's, that's me. That's my favorite part. <laughs> See? Oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's really funny. A- you do, you sound like, you do sound like a maniac there. It's true. It's a, mani- a maniacal sounding. It's it crazy. is maniacal. You're right. <gasps> that's what makes it great though. <sighs> All right, so let's get started with some of these news. Number one thing that I'm going to uh, address really quickly because we don't really need to talk about this is the whole GDPR business that I'm sure you guys at some point have gotten you guys or have been can aware learn about, about it anywhere Holy else. Crap. Anywhere else. Yes, yeah. we're not going to talk about that, but I am going to put a link in the show notes for those of you who host with Lipson that we've been working very hard to get all this information out to you. And there is a blog post in case you want to refer back to what those privacy 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 practices are, as well as how your data is used and all of that fun stuff. So just refer back to the show notes here. Uh, you can see it's called Lipson and GDPR. Uh, you can download the information and find out FAQs and whatnot. And I am sure that any other of the hosting providers out there have also put this out there. So if you're interested and you are not here in the United States, particularly in e, um, you know, in the EU, then go ahead and read this up and uh, make your choices based from there. And that is it, because that's as, as much as I'm going to talk about that. But now moving but on have- to... What? Well, see, what I do now is I get so many JDPR emails. I've actually made an email filter where it says, if it says JDPR in the email, it gets immediately deleted. You mean GDPR? GDPR. Is that what I said? No. Yeah. No. GDPR. Said J. Well, you I can't J. read or, or privacy policy. We've right. updated our, yeah. So yeah. many. Hundreds. So, hundreds of them. Yeah. It's but it's crazy. good because now I know what to unsubscribe from. That is true. But, uh. Stuff but, I didn't know um, yeah. I was still subscribed to. I know. There's a lot of them that I'm like, what is this? I yeah. never subscribed to this. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, cool beans. Um, all right. But now, how about this whole Amy Schumer thing? So here's the headline. Amy Schumer takes a raunchy humor to Spotify and podcast deal. How about that, Jess? 
I'm excited for her. She got a million dollars to do a podcast on Spotify. I know. That's, That's what a lot of mind. money. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. But it's I mean, nothing compared what? to what she gets per movie, which is like $11 million, So Correct. But now, if you think about it, though, like if I was making a movie versus making a podcast, and let's say, you know, I don't know how much she makes per, per, for movies, whatever. But if I'm getting I just a million told bucks you, to do a 10 podcast. 10 or 11 million dollars. How many? Sorry. I 10, or, 10 to 11 million per, per Okay, 10 to 11 movie, million. But that means that you have to go somewhere, fly somewhere, be on, on set for hours on end sometimes. Yeah. Makeup, get and, dressed, and makeup, get dressed, hair, do lines. the takes, do the things. You don't have to do anything I mean, except show up and be hilarious. Exactly. I'd take that in a heartbeat. I'd be like, yeah, uh, man. I don't know if I want to make movies anymore. <laughs> I'm cool just getting behind the mic. They're paying her for rights to the program. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not a salary. It's no. so that they can publish the show that she's creating. So if they can mm-hmm. fire her and hire someone else too, if they want. That is correct. Right. Still a million bucks, man. Come on. I mean, I I, I'd consider so cool. that, too, if it was a million bucks for the rights to my program, unless it was like a total like super heart creation of mine that I've worked all my life. Then everything that like, she does is like that, I'm sure. But right? is this a once a week podcast? Um, we don't know. I think that we don't know as a mo- at the moment. And I also don't know what the... Uh, strategy behind the marketing of all of this stuff is i mean we don't really know what it is either we don't know exactly what it is yet we don't know when it's going to be produced i mean sorry um published uh the schedule it could be one of those things too where they create the whole thing and then just have it right all whatever x amount of episodes all at once it could be on i don't even know if it's an ongoing thing like i don't know if it's like a mark Marin kind of thing schumer's show is the first of many new comedy shows coming to spotify um, under Holt, the company is concentrated more on audio programming. In particular, subjects are popular on radio, like news, music, and soon sports. Spotify has commissioned audio-centric shows from BuzzFeed and Refinery29. They've also tried to attract listeners from Apple by advertising on podcasts. That's interesting. Yeah, but so they're not necessarily addressing the schedule and content and all that stuff it's simply just they're just getting all this stuff together so it's like one of those things that when we heard when we heard netflix back in the day was making original content we didn't really get the scoop on what that was or when it was we still don't know what it is every show is different some shows a six episode stretch and that's it some have seasons some is like a movie it's and some are released all at once exactly some are released all at once some of them are weekly so you're right. It's like at this moment, I don't think that there's a you just kind of have to go with it. But congrats, Amy Schumer. Uh, it seems like Spotify is making some big movements, though. I mean, with the whole, you know, uh, Spotify boot camp thing and this, it's like they're yeah. really making a play. They're really making a they're play. Oh, and the, play. Other thing, the other thing that we haven't really talked about it, I, or maybe we have, um, but Spotify also is a great place for you, you guys, I think that I might have put, I'm going to put a link in the show notes, hopefully, and refer back to some episodes of the feed because we have talked about it on the feed. But you can advertise on Spotify for your show. So I feel that would actually be a really good investment, a good investment what? for, you know, for yourself. So if you want to advertise your show on Spotify, you can do that. You can, you can apply. 
Um, there has been a couple of podcasters already that have told us on the feed that they have applied, at, although they haven't ran any of the campaigns yet. This is a whole new thing. But I feel, you know, if Neat. I were to be investing money on advertising my show, I would probably do it on Spotify versus doing a, a Facebook ad. You know, a Facebook ad would, I don't know. It just feels like that would be like, oh, I, I see. <laughs> Interesting podcast. But with Spotify, it feels like it's very... It's it's great because you're listening anyway, right? So yeah, there's it, you don't have to go anywhere. You're already there. I, I don't know, but that, I, I definitely think. will. I'm sure people will let us know a little bit more about that here in the future. Oh wait, wait we have a breaking news. As is, I mean, as we are recording, the new Hall of Fame class has been revealed for podcast movement. So, yeah, do you want to um, announce who the nominees are? The inductees, Yeah, so I guess? these are the inductees of the 2018 Academy of Podcasters Hall of Fame. Um, we have both um, Keith and the Girl. So, Hemda and Keith Malley from Keith and the Girl are both being inducted. Um, they're Yay, both, uh, they, they've been, I know, good for you, good for those guys. They've been around since <sighs> March 2005, and they have a comedy show that Hemda. they did, and they continue to do. Every single day. Mm-hmm. It's a daily podcast, people. Yeah. It's incredible what they've done for the, since 2005. How many shows so that is. I want you to wrap your brain around that. And if I were to crown a queen, it would be Hemda in terms of podcasting. She, I mean, give me a break. The hours that she's had behind the microphone um, already since 2000. I keep going back to 2005. I mean, they've been doing this nonstop. They have an incredible fan base that is mind blowing. I mean, I've seen stickers of Keith and the girl inside of a public bus in Pittsburgh. I've seen people with tattoos of their logo on their bodies. Um, they have done, I don't know how many Kickstarters already that have essentially paid for their studio, paid for their app, paid for um, a, a 24-hour a comedy marathon thing. I mean, it's incredible what they do with our audience. They have uh, a paid model. Like people can actually, um, they jo- you know, they have premium stuff that they offer. They have extra stuff. Like they've really made it work with what they've had. And they've just, you know, they just, they just do it. So I'm super stoked. Then we have uh, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Woohoo! Our buddy. Yay! Yay! Congratulations! Dave! And Dave's and so great. So Dave has been around, obviously, from 2005, and he's got a bazillion jillion podcasts. Um, 33, was, <laughs> I think, like yeah, something the same age Jesus was when he <laughs> was resurrected, I and, believe. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> he's still at it. I mean, it's he's crazy. still at it. Also, his whole life is dedicated to podcasting and podcasters. Yes. So he was, this is definitely well-deserved. The nicest, most <laughs> humblest podcasting yes, guy he is the nicest man ever my podcasting hero when i grow up even though i'm older than dave i want to be like dave jackson <laughs> not by much yeah though, he right? is he is awesome he is About so five years really great and sweet and and so very he knowledgeable and so yay 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 now He's my favorite inductee and this is the guy what? that i not adore no it's not dave sorry dave what? it's not you it is father roderick von hogan he is my oh, yeah. most favorite guy in the world. I'm the one that called him and told him that he was going to be part of the Hall of Fame. Woo-hoo, oh, yay! my God. Did he crap in his pants? Um, No, he, he was holy just like, holy shit. 
No, he, he did not. No, he was a little. No, he did not say that. He, you he know, mind you, he's shit. in the Netherlands. You guys, he's in the Netherlands. He's working. He's like a full time priest, and he's running an entire media conglomerate all on his own. Well, not all on his own, of course, but he's a busy man, and he's not all like right. He, okay, you know? we get it. So anyway, I got a chance I'm to call teasing. him because Bless Father him. Roderick is amazing. He is so great. He is actually the first, my first um, sort of like that was like one of his biggest fans when way again, he started, I think, holy cow, <laughs> I can't even remember. He was also doing a daily show back in the day. He was doing a daily show, The Daily Breakfast. Um, and it was my daily show that I listened to every single time. And I was thoroughly impressed by the type of work that he was putting out there. In fact, I wanted, like, my first, the reason I wanted to start podcasting, this is before Elsie's yoga class, my idea around a podcast was going to be essentially almost the same thing that Father Roderick was doing, but my way, of course. prayer breakfast? No, it wasn't about prayer. It was about the way that he constructed the show. Like, he, he has, like... An it music, an intro intro music. He has jingles in between segments. He had segments for the show, kind of like what we have now, but even more streamlined, where he would comment on news and pop culture and TV shows and um, all kinds of different things within the show. And he did it always within the hour. He was incredibly professional. He ran it live, meaning that he generally recorded to tape with all of these things. And I thought, like, my God, he's so good at this stuff. Um, so he was a huge inspiration. He's done some incredible things for podcasting. It's, it's really hard to convey for me how powerful his influence was in podcasting. And most people don't even know him, but, um, right. And right now he's actually moved beyond audio. He's doing a lot more video. So the shows that he's doing right now, the walk in the daily breakfast as re in the, in the rebooted form, are audio and I mean, sorry, video, and he records them live. So you can actually watch him on his page as he's recording and you can see how he puts everything together. He has like a green screen behind him. He's got, you know, timing. He lets people watch as he's doing it. And then he cuts it together and makes it a streamlined show by the time it's released. But you can watch the behind the scenes as he's recording. He is so awesome. Brant, uh, Grant Bakioko, we're moving now to the radio adventures of Dr. Floyd. This is another buddy of mine. He was an LA podcaster. Um, back in the day, and I used to, when we, I used to go to the LA podcaster meetups, he was there. He is a puppeteer by trade, and he was also in the first two Portable Media Expo, um, conferences. He would show up and he would do a, sh- like a live show with his puppets, the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd, which are amazing. And then they would do the stuff there. It was so fun, so incredible. My girls now are still, like enjoying the radio adventures of Dr. Floyd. Um, he also is the founder of Saturday Morning Media, which is essentially a whole entire network for shows for kids. I mean, and he's been around since, again, way back when, when he started to do all of this kind of stuff. He sent my girls a package. You should see the swag that this guy's oh, got. Oh, that's nice. Oh, my God, it's so cool. They've got like a um, a decoder ring for Dr. Floyd. And then they mention it on the show. They have tattoos for Dr. Floyd. They sent them special ID cards with the characters on them and stuff for the girls. They have coloring Mm -hmm. pages. They had, what is the other thing that they sent? I mean, oh, stickers, of course. 
Um, and they sent me a CD. So they actually send out a CD with a lot of shows in there. So you could just put them inside and you can just listen without having to Do download the Do you have any way podcast. to play a CD? Because I found out, like, with Isaac's birthday, the guy, the the Silly Joe, the guy we hired, gave us a CD of all his songs. And I brought it home and I was so excited. And I'm like, shit, I can't play this anywhere. Not even in my car. I have nowhere to play this. The DVD. That's where I play mine. In the DVD player. And it comes out through the I don't DVD. have one. You don't have a DVD player at all? No. Oh, my gosh. Nope. Holy monkeys. I know. I don't have one. It's crazy. All right. I don't have one either. Question. How yes. old were your children before they would sit still and listen to a radio show program? Because my son will not do that. Um, well, I would say they started listening to podcasts last year. So May May was like five. All right. So and a while ago. usually it was in the bath that's how they started so i would suggest that's a good strategy to start with once he gets no, older he maybe like four five years old to like mm. put a podcast while he's in the tub while he's in the bath he still won't shut up there's no way he could shut up he can't well, shut he, up long enough to listen to it that's the problem he is your son <sighs> well the thing is though you have to give it a shot you know i i have given it a shot with uh with children's meditations actually for bed and it'll go, imagine you're in a magical place. And he's like, does that place have donkeys? And then we're done. Oh, my God. That's- <laughs> no, I don't. He is so you know cute. what I mean? Like, he can't he can't not talk. Anyway. All right. All moving right. on. So I'm moving on. I'm actually going to skip to the last one because that's another one that I know. Those are the, the ones Congratulations. that I know. So Scott Johnson for Frog Pants Studio. He has been, ar- again, he has been around forever with uh, from podcasting and stuff. He's, you know, like the morning stream has been a consistent, it, it's so weird. Like all these people had like <laughs> like daily shows that <laughs> were started with daily shows and they've kind of shifted. But um, he's got like one of the most incredible, vibrant online communities. It is crazy how committed they are to his shows, how committed people are to his art, because he's also he also, you know, cartoons and stuff. And my first um, the reason I got to know Scott Johnson is because he was um, often a guest on This Week in Tech back in the day when I used to watch that. And he now is a constant desk, uh, uh, not constant, but yeah, he goes a lot to be a guest or co-host for the Daily Tech News Show, which is another one of my favorites. Um, and, um, he's there all the time. He's a, he's, he has great opinions. I've, you know, I never really listened to his shows specifically, but I do listen to his opinions when he was on this week in tech and daily tech news show. So I'm glad that Scott Johnson is getting into this because it's, it's been amazing. It's such a great thing. So those are the people that I know. And then there is Pamela Gay from the astronomy cast, which, um, I've, I've never heard of before, but Congratulations, Dr. Pamela Gay. It seems like that she is um, uh, best known for her astronomy cast, and um, she is currently the Director of Technology and Citizen Science as the Astronomical Society of the Pacific. Okay. Um, And then this is an interesting one. We have Reggie Osei, a.k.a. Combat Jack. And he, I guess this is the first posthumously inducted inductee Ever. Uh, unfortunately, Reggie passed away December 20th, 2017. He was a hip hop music attorney, executive and founding partner of the Loudspeakers Podcast Network and host of the podcast, The Combat Jack Show. So um, and he was also the host of Gimlet's podcast, Mogul. Anyway, those are the ones that are being inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. So congratulations to everybody. Um, 
And yay. I think that yay. And I think what's going to be great, you guys, is if you're going to podcast movement, mind you, because you all are, we all like this time they're doing it a little bit different. It's more like um, it's more like uh, the Golden Globes. So there's going to be tables, and it's going to be just the Academy of uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, inductee ceremony because last year i mean i don't remember how long that show was was. four hours long it was insanely long it was like oh my god this is crazy so it's a long time to keep your boobs in a sleeveless strapless bra that's all i'm saying absolutely oh dude it was crazy it's not easy but so this time they're like cool dress though this year it's (laughs) i got my dress on black friday did you? You're such a. I did because like, it was on you're sale so at my favorite ready. dress store, and I was like, I'm gonna wear that. It's like liquid. It's like black liquid, like shimmery. It's neat. Oh, pretty. I'm excited, yeah. and I have a dress for you, I believe. Oh my gosh! Remember what? No, I, don't know I if you're have. Wear I it. bought myself a dress. <laughs> I'm like, I have my. Dress. I have dresses for you though, for future wor- yes. use, if you'd like. For future use, absolutely. <laughs> yes, I almost forgot. But I, we do have these wonderful tables. So if you guys want to come, you guys, if you come to podcastmovement.com, podcastmovement.com, get your ticket, $50 off of your ticket for going to Podcast Movement. But the Academy of Awards Hall of Fame, you, we wait, you, you have get to an use the code SHEPODCASTS. Yeah, SHEP. SHEP. The code SHEP for $50 off. She-P. Don't forget the code. Yeah. She-P. Yes, the code is important. Sorry. But um, so that's going to be awesome. It's it, these lovely tables and all the inductees get an opportunity. They have a table all of their own and they can invite as many like I think up to seven people to sit at their table, which is awesome. Um, and table. yeah. And then, of course, oh, they the, each get their own table. It's not one yeah, big they table each, with seven of their. No, no, no. It's like they each get their own table. And then the past inductees also get i think we all get our own table and we get a plus one how many and tables are in there i dude i have no idea this is the first time they're doing it so we're gonna have to find out <laughs> um not many but it, i don't think it has to be that many i mean there's how many inductees it's like one two three four five know, like 16? six seven eight so we've got eight new ones and then the other ones if you just split them in half it's not that many tables. It would see probably 13 like tables at most. Tables. It's going to be a great night. So if you guys are attending, again, get your ticket, podcastmovement.com. Use the code SHEP for $50 off of your ticket. And it's going to be so fun because then you can see Jess and I wearing our fancy dresses and looking all nice looking and all that fun stuff. Okay. Next. What do we have Next. Well, actually, before we yeah. move on, can we just yes. let them know if they're listening that if they'd like to work with us in person that week, they can go yeah. to our VIP page, um, shepodcast.com forward slash Philly VIP. Um, we're having a, a very intimate gathering at my house the day before podcast movement officially starts. Um, and you and I are going to teach what were the things that we teach the best to a few select people who would like to hang out with us in person yep exactly it's It's kind of like a live one-two punch it is called revitalize so this is a a a time for you guys to revitalize revitalize your shows it's going to be incredible to be able to just sit and and be there with us live to be able to walk through all of these things and i'm planning on starting doing work on you guys as soon as possible so early bird pricing closes 
very soon on June 15th. So please, please, yeah. please two take weeks. a look. And to, to just it. make sure you, you take you take action today. And yes, so ShePodcast.com, what did you call it? Philly what? Philly VIP. I better make Philly. sure that's right. It is right because I fixed it because you misspelled Philly when I went in there. <laughs> so I had to <laughs> refix it. You. So I had to Oops. fix Philly. I was like, what is that word? <laughs> so I'm like, Filthy. Yeah, so it's Philly oh, yeah, VIP. It's Philly VIP. P-H-I-L-L-Y V-I-P. Well, it looks yes. pretty good on, on mobile, but nice and colorful. Yeah, I do say so nice myself. It's nice and colorful. So it's a beautiful little thing. Um, so thank you so much. And now, why don't we move into some tool tips? Wait! What? What about podcasts who have no interest in those who might be listening? No? Uh, you don't want to... You had a whole rant about it yesterday. Now yeah, today, but I want to talk get, about it. I let it go because it's like I ranted on it on the. I don't have to talk about it. I already talked about it. All right, we don't have to talk right. about it. I thought you might be interested to talk about. It. You had a whole rant about it. Now you're just over it. Well, yeah, because I I ranted. I let it out. I do have another one though. Who is Kate Chisholm? She's writing some smack about podcasts. Yeah, I know. Who is she? I don't know, but. Um, what's her name? She's rotten and terrible. I know. <laughs> well, here's I just looked down from the article mm-hmm. and here's other headlines. The other headlines from her are podcasts will never outclass the impact of radio. Podcasts have a long way to go to catch up with radio. Why can't podcasts be more like radio? <laughs> oh Does the future of radio really lie in podcasts? Like, get the bug out of your ass, Kate. <laughs> what the freaksicles? Like, I mean, find a hobby. If you don't like podcasts, keep it to yourself, mama. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to put the link in the show notes there, guys. You know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm actually going to link to this article and I'm going to link to my rant on my Facebook page. Yes. And then you can join along and then we could just get right. it out that way because that would be We'll just fantastic. get it out that way. There's a rant about, first of all, I also just want to tell you like, She's obviously only talking about procasters. It's like saying... Of course she is. It's like reading an article that says... Oh, I love comparing us to shoemakers. I don't know why. But it's like it's like saying, shoemakers don't use real Italian leather. And like those of us on Etsy who are using real Italian leather are like, fuck you. But really, she's not even talking about us. Right. But still, the thing is that the general content... Now podcasting is being heard so much, meaning that mainstream media is I now know. paying attention, that when people read this stuff, they go, oh, she must be right. That's that podcasting thing. When she's not really... She, I know she's only talking about certain people, but she's not really actually addressing the entire issue that's happening right now. It's And that's what's frustrating to me. So I... Is she I, you group? know. No, dude, she's in the UK. She's and why would she be in our group? group. We have people in our group from Zimbabwe for Christ's sake. Well, of course, no, I understand that. What I'm saying is that if she's a procaster, pro people, like radio person, there's no way she's going to come and join She Podcast. That's like, it's sort of like, ooh, ooh, what is that? You know, no, you kidding? That's not. Oh, because she hates us. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't want to be with those people. Well, she doesn't even know. No, no, no. It's not that she hates us. It's that she doesn't even acknowledge that we matter. That's it. So it's like, why would she I even mean, care? That's just getting in line of a very long line of people who don't acknowledge that we matter. So what? Yeah. 
so well that's what i'm saying yeah whatever it's just it's very i don't see amy schumer acknowledging that i matter no of course that's what i'm saying and i'm just it makes me mad because then people do pay attention to what they have to say is all i'm saying yeah. they pay attention to what they have to say so if they like let's say amy schumer turns around and goes I I hate podcasting. It was the wor- it's the worst thing I've ever done in my life because and then she, you know, mentions a few things that are really ticked her off about it. Then that is going to carry a lot more weight for the people in general are going to possibly highlight that and say like, "See, podcasting doesn't work for comedians. Podcasting is not a viable medium. Podcast, you know." So then the narrative just takes off from that without really actually understanding what it is, which is what this lady is like. So, um that's all. And plus I heard two things. I heard that the spectator is a sucky thing and not to pay attention to <laughs> the spectator.co.uk. I heard that. Really? And then I heard from Helen Zaltzman saying, yeah, forget about her. She doesn't get it. Stop reading what she writes. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, I got two points of view now. And I'm like, okay, so she obviously doesn't matter. And The Spectator is not a good website. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. It's like the um, it's like the Breitbart of podcast and audio. <laughs> yeah. In, yes. So there you have that. Uh. And um, so no more of that stuff. But All right. Anyway. Okay, mm-hmm. we can do tooltips now. Okay, let's do some tips. Elsie's tooltips. But before we get started, we do have to. Uh, so the tooltips this um, episode are being brought to you by Text Expander. Yay! So I just got my email. I got my monthly email mm-hmm. from Text Expander. I have used 416 snippets this month, and I've saved 40 minutes. Yay for me! So that's amazing. That's awesome. I'm like, woohoo. So, but you know what they have now that I didn't know that they had before is that they have this lovely blog. So they, they actually have these things. They have a blog. So I will put a link in the show notes to at least one of these things, as well as how to get your uh, text expander if you want, if you have not gotten yours yet. But there's an article that they wrote this month. That is called Name and Organize Your Files with Text Expander. And I have to say that this is probably one of those things that kind of gets in the way when you start to use the tool because you kind of go like, ooh, I want to expand, you know, this thing or I want to expand that. And you don't know what the keystrokes to use to do that because you can get overwhelmed with a lot of that stuff. It's like how do I, like when you don't have the naming conventions and things like that, you can get a little bit in your head and then you don't do it because it's like, I don't know what to come up with. So these articles are really great for being able to help or organize your stuff, make sure that you've got all of your ideas in one place really optimize text expander so that it works for you because they also have like um, folders and you can organize them. Like I have a folder for Libsyn. I have a folder for the e-league. I have a folder for like general editing. I have a, a folder for me. I have a folder uh, like a folder for settings and stuff like that. So there's all of these little things that I have in there. And I have one just for symbol. Well, actually, I think that one comes with text expander which is the symbols like the little the little mac the little mac apple um the little yeah. tm you know all those things are all inside there so it's really i find it to be really helpful when you start to organize these things and you can make them work and so it's been 
awesome. You guys definitely check that out. I am yeah. still super stoked about this. It's 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 amazing what it can do to help you organize. And I have to say for the e-league itself, when I was because I do everything manually because I don't really take that many women like whenever I'd run whenever I run the course, it generally like I top it off at 20. And so that's actually doable for me inside of email to manage all of that kind of stuff myself manually because I'm not managing like large groups. And the text expander snippets have absolutely helped me because again, like I mentioned in the last episode, I can use them both on the computer and on my mail app. And so if I need to send out the email again, or if I have a very specific information that everybody needs to get, it's already inside of Texting Expander, and I can very easily uh, put it in there. Also, another super simple expansion thing that I have is for Apple Podcasts, because I have to write Apple Podcasts so much now that I have Expander for that. And also for the E-League, because it's annoying to write the E-League. It's like there's a dash. Over and over over and over like it's just it's got all of these crazy like the dash and then the capitalization and i then like you have it to, to memorize look a specific your own way. short code then you have to memorize yeah, you your do. own short code then right yeah of course that's, but that's I what mean, i'm saying i yeah i did it with uh i found the folders and then what i do is one of my biggest things is when someone sends me an email and asks for information like there's basically three emails but i always put it off because i'm like oh i gotta type this out now i have like hashtag sales and then when it comes oh, in, yeah, that's different. But it has a great thing because are- it has a it has a thing where it puts a field in there. So mm-hmm. I just go to where the subject line is and I put hashtag sales. It does that. It says, okay, what's the name of the person? I type that in. What's the name of their podcast? I type that in. Boom, two seconds, it's gone. It mm, it, yeah. it ricochets back so fast. It's like, wait a minute, he's he's answering me already. Yeah, it takes that's no cool. time. It's amazing. Actually, I like to use it for Instagram hashtagging, but I don't know how to do it on my phone. Is there a text well, expander app as mm-hmm. well? Yes, yes there is. There is an app. But the thing is, the, the best part about it is that there are apps inside of your phone that support text expander. So it's not like you download the app. And of course, if you need to reference your snippets and there's like an app that does not support it, then you can either use the keyboard. There's a text expander keyboard if you want to do it that way. Or you can just open the app itself and do copy paste, which is still kind of a little bit on the annoying side. It does. It's not quite as easy workflow. But for the apps that I use, like I use, um, I mentioned this last time, drafts a lot. I use drafts a lot and it totally supports drafts and it supports dispatch which is the mail app that i use inside of my phone and so it's like i have it it's in, it seems like it's part of the system again i wish that it would do that for like met like even just like um, messenger on facebook or facebook obviously isn't probably never going to support it and i don't think that uh, the iphone itself is ever going to support it um, but i would love oh, obviously i would love that um, but the more of these loops, or I forgot what they're called, the you know, the the way that developers develop these is is to be able to add this enhanced functionality to support text expander. I mean, I'm I'm all for it, and it's great. So remember, go over to textexpander.com/podcast so you get twenty percent off of your first year. And when you go to textexpander.com/podcast, there's a little drop down menu. Pick from she podcasts. Get your text expander for that year. And let us know. Now, if you want to just go to the show notes, you click through directly from these show notes and then it'll take you straight to that page. Thank you. Yay. Okay. So now 
My new happiness right now on my phone, though, is Castro 3, which is a podcast app. It is my number one podcast app. It is the app that I love and have loved since its inception. And now... Uh, the third sort of release of this thing has come out and I got an opportunity to be in the beta. So now I have, I can work on the beta. I'm so excited. So the super top, super squid guys sent me and allowed me to kind of like beta test these things now, which I'm so excited because I've been such a fanatic for Castro for so long. Hold on. Can you tell the audience what you, what the app is for? For listening to podcasts, podcast app. Yeah, but she didn't say that though. I know what it's for. Okay. So it's for listening to podcasts. Castro is for listening to podcasts. It's what I use to consume the majority of my podcasts. So now they have these really great things. So now they support chapter support. So this is when somebody is doing an enhanced podcast, which some people do, where you can record a show and then you can add to the file when the chapter's over. So like, let's say if she podcast did this, what we would do is we would put chapter marks for whenever we do an ad, whenever we do like the new segment, like the new segment or whatever. And then people could go back and listen to these, these things, whichever ones, like the tool tips or whatever, they can easily just move along and you can see the chapters and when they start super easy which is awesome but it's a lot of work for the producer end of things but now it supports it not very many apps support that enhanced voices is the coolest thing ever john it's crazy i don't know if you've ever used the one in overcast because overcast overcast has something like this they call it voice boost for overcast but what it does is if you have a podcast that has uh, you know, either a lot of people talking, just two people talking or whatever, and their volumes are off, you just essentially turn this on. And what it does is it normalizes the entire file and it boosts the things that need to be boosted. So it essentially does the post-production for people who don't know how to do post-production from the <laughs> end user perspective. I love this because that way, even like super crappy audio can be super passable if you have enhanced voices on there and you can totally turn these on. It's the coolest thing. Then it has trim silence. Overcast also has this. But trim silence, what it does is if there are some podcasts that, again, don't do very much editing and happen to be like, okay, guys, um, what are we going to do next? Okay, so... Maybe. And like, so there's all these pauses in there. What it does is that it trims all of that and it brings it together, but it doesn't make it chimp monkey. Like it doesn't make it, it doesn't make it fast. It just trims the silence. And if there's been times when I've been listening to a show and you literally save 10, 11 minutes when you listen with trim silence, it's insane. And you don't notice the difference. Like when you're listening, you don't go like, wow, this is fast. It just trims the silence. It's amazing. Um, it also so has, a, yeah, go I was ahead. Say, I have a question. So can you upload an MP3 to it and then listen to it on your device? That's one thing Castro does not do right now. Overcast does that. If I could do that, I'd be right over there. Cause that yeah. was one of the reasons I left Castro was I couldn't throw a th- MP3 and then listen to it on my phone, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it totally is cool. Overcast does that. iCastro, I mean, iCatcher is the one that I use to do that, John. I love iCatcher for that. But anyway, a continuous play, it just means that it just goes to the next episode. Obviously, it's 
pretty simple. And then it has what's really cool is that it has episode management. So now you can you can like let's say there's a show that is got the crappy audio and they also leave a lot of silences. You can make sure that the enhance um, voices and trim silence is always set up for that show. But let's say you're listening to another storytelling podcast where you really need to have the silences and there's a reason why it needs to sound the way it does. You can always have it just be as is. So it's really neat to be able to do that. They also have this really cool thing called mix to mono where for people who also are doing, I don't know if you've ever had this where you listen to a podcast and somebody doesn't know that they're in stereo and then you have like one person on one ear and the other person on the other ear. It is very annoying. And there's people that have put shows out that way. And I, I'm not coming down on you people because I know it's hard to figure some of this stuff out when you're starting out. But what's really cool with Castro is that if you do have that happening, you just put you tap mix to mono and it mixes it to mono. And then all of a sudden you have both people on both ears. So yay. And the last thing that I love is skip intros. So, you know, the podcast that you love, the podcast that that you love that has those long ass intros that are like all sales or they have a really horrible and annoying intro music, but you really love the show or they always start with an ad and you can't stand it. You can actually tell Castro to skip over whatever amount to start the show. So you can essentially just skip over the first two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you want to. And it automatically does that. I've already done that for one of the shows that I listen to because I can't stand the way that it starts the show. It's like two minutes of wasted time. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I, you can, and you can set that up independently per podcast. So you don't have to do it for all, just for the ones that you want. I love that. I love that. Mind you, here's the catch. Castro is free, but you don't get all of those extra fun things. You only get all the extra fun things if you do Castro Plus, and that is $2.99 every three months, or it's $8.99 per year, which gives you like the night mode and per podcast settings and chapter support. Um, those are the things that you get. But I am in love. I love it so much. It's such a beautiful UI. They've done a fantastic job with the UI. I'm going to have a link from Mac Stories in the show notes because oh, I love it so much. Castro is my Elsie's in love. Elsie's in love. Yay. Nom nom. (laughs) (laughs) That was unexpected. (laughs) That was very unexpected. Oh my God. Holy crap. I feel like I've been talking too much. Guess what? You have. It's just me. I've been talking too (laughs) much. I can't handle it. It's the Elsie show at this point. Well, let's talk about the weird and wild. I'll I'll totally talk about the weird and wild. Weird and wild, weird and wild, weird and wild show of the week. Just know that Elsie has been reading um the Game of Thrones. Lord, no, Game of Thrones uh, books because she refuses yes. to watch the show until all the books have been read. Is that right? Or do you not want to watch the show ever? I have I've I've watched the first um I I've, I've watched a season and a half but I'm really into mm-hmm. the books. I'm a lot more into the books than I am into the actual show right now. So, I just finished the second book. It's it's shorthand is a cock. <laughs> a, cl- a clash of kings, Pardon? a cock. 
That's what it's. Oh, that's what the shorthand the for the second kings. book A-C- for. Yeah, a clash of kings, oh, a cock. Okay. So um, that I just A-cock. finished the second book. Yeah, and I'm waiting for because I I I have it on hold from the library for the third one that's coming soon. And I'm really enjoying it. So, of course, I'm listening to a podcast, but I'm not going to talk about it until later. And Stacey Sims, if you're listening, you're welcome to send in voice feedback and let me know about your favorites because yes. I know you are super please. stoked about um, Game of Thrones. So please send us feedback. I'm calling. I'm shouting you out for my next episode. If you have any favorites. There was a good one, Game, Game of, of Microphones, but I think the hosts imploded on themselves. The what? Like, I think the... There was a show about Game of Thrones called Game of Microphones, and okay. I believe that the co-host or the host in the network, they parted ways in what was meant to be amicably, but ended up not being amicably. Oh. Yeah. Goodness. But it was a good show up until then. Oh, my God. I will say this, though. Like, I've not read the Game of Thrones books, but I have watched every episode, and I love this show so much that I can't imagine enjoying the books as much. However... I also read all the Hunger Games books before I saw the movies, and I like the books way better in that scenario. So it's hard to say. Like that, mm. I'm like. In other words, I'd like to comment that you're wrong for not <laughs> watching the show, but I can't because when I read the Hunger Games books, I, I then found the movies to be not as fun as it was in my head. Right. So I loved. I've I've watched the movies and watched and read all the Hunger Games books. What too. did you think? Did you agree with me? I do agree with you. It was so much better in my head, especially the capital. I really liked looking at the dresses and stuff. Like I liked certain scenes. Like when yes, I was reading the, the books, I was like, was done so well. Yeah, I wanted to see a lot of certain things to see how they were put forward. But the stories, I really loved diving deeper into the story. So it's the same thing with you, Jess, when I was talking about Game of Thrones, when I like remember when I texted you, I'm like, did this really happen? Like, I, I couldn't wait to see it happen. Like on yes. the screen. Like I was like, oh, my God, it that's did. crazy. So everything you're reading probably really happened and it was probably more amazing. I mean, I can't I haven't read it, so I can't even say it's more amazing than what you read. But yeah, it's probably not. But it was it's still pretty amazing. crazy. But that show is just amazing. Like that show is so much more amazing than all three of the Hunger Games movies. That's the thing. It's just an amazing show. Elsie has gotten me into, you know, I've used to not listen when she would talk about stuff that she was getting into either book wise or TV show wise. But lately her taste, while unusual, is very compelling <laughs> requiem requiem oh my god this show elsie texted me and she was like i have to talk about a show <laughs> and i was like what show because i wasn't doing anything because i think that was the week i had a concussion so i wasn't that's doing right much. that's right so i was like here let me watch all of it in five hours and i'll get back to you <laughs> we were watching and it at the same time but by, by later that night i was like i can't believe it it was such a good show. It has the best, oh scariest, God. the Crazy. scariest sounds ever. I think that's what really got me. It was the sound, the soundtrack. I was like, oh, it's freaky. Especially if you were listening to it with or watching with headphones on, I could see why that would be an issue. Because, yeah, yeah, it I was mean, freaking me out. It has beings that move in and out of the uh, story and the in sh- the scene or the shot and you can hear them without seeing them it's very strange and creepy yeah but i loved and it we loved it we it watched the gr- whole thing in like a day and a half it was amazing yeah me too and it was like really hard because then jess and i were like right around the same time like don't tell me don't tell me don't tell me what's happening with this and i was like <gasps> which i would never is... do i'm insulted right. you would even 
say that. No, like, I but, but a it, spoiler. I don't spoil. But it was so good. You guys, you have to watch it. Requiem. That's a definitely a Requiem. weird and not, wild show of the week, although not a podcast. Yes. Not to be but, confused with Requiem for a Dream. Do not watch that unless no, you want not nightmares for the rest of your adult life. So Requiem. But see, here's the thing, too. That was the first show that I actually considered doing a podcast about because I was so like, what the? What's happening here? Like, I kind of really wanted to get into like, what the heck? It is that good. If you have Netflix and you have not watched Requiem, the fact that Elsie wanted to do a podcast on it should tell you something. She felt that strongly about how fucking weird this show is. Yes, it is I know. so weird and super scary. And yeah. the funny thing about like with podcasting too is, I just had somebody that's a friend of mine that started podcasting, and they were like, "Oh my god, I just listened to Serial. I need to talk about it." I'm like, "Serious? Fuck you!" I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that three years ago, dummy. <laughs> and she was, and she was, you know, it was like how we all felt well, three like, years ago. That's like Elsie. She's mm-hmm. reading Game of Thrones. It's seven that's seasons right. in. This is seven years of my life gone by. I feel like, I, I mean, true. when it started, I was a friggin' teenager for Christ's sake. No, I was 35 or something. I mean, it was like a long time ago. That, you We've are correct. with Game of Thrones. Anyway. I'm a little um, behind. You know, if we did do a show about Requiem, though, Elsie, the whole show would just be like, oh, my God. Did <laughs> you believe? Oh, my God. That was the whole show. We just did the podcast. I know. Did you see? Oh Can you God. believe that? And then, I can't believe it. Well, we don't want to spoil it. Okay, next yeah. episode will oh be amazing. My oh, my God. <laughs> it's true. Drop yeah. after drop right there. I will say, though, that the little... Okay, so they're in this little... Is it a Welsh town? They're in Wales? Yes. it. Yeah, it's a little... I yeah. love that. I mean, like, I like Outlander for the Scottish scenery, but this little Welsh town is, like, so creepy and charming, though. Like, I want to go there and live in this giant mansion and, like, poke around a Welsh town of mystery. I really love fun? that as well. I really, really dug that as well. But then they, they put it like the way that it was just put out there. I thought that it would, it would, I never thought about like the, the small town feel and if there were a bunch of freaky people living in the town and <gasps> love like it. I just thought like, oh, how quaint and green and magical. If you've ever seen the movie Hot Fuzz, Hot Fuzz, with, um, Simon Pegg and his writing partner. Nick Dude, no. something. It's a different Hot Fuzz. No, go ahead. Oh, it's not oh my a God. movie, you sicko. No, Hot Fuzz is like the guys who wrote Shaun of the Dead. And it's very similar where he's a London cop and he gets reassigned to a small town. Um, and he has to investigate weird shit going on in the town, but it's a comedy. So this show is like a cross between Hot Fuzz and like Poltergeist. Wow. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's a really fun. It's That's why I found it so much fun because it is hard. It's not funny. But parts of it are rather humorous, but not on purpose almost. It's like being friends with Elsie. It's like, it's funny, but not on purpose, not purposely funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Being, don't you agree, though, Elsie? Being a friend with a, a, a bee? No, no. The show is some, some of it is really funny, but just not on purpose. Yeah. There are some things that you're just like, uh, yeah. That was odd. That yeah. was odd. Exactly. That was, that was odd. There are a couple of yeah, things like, like especially that. Especially the but bartender mostly, at first, the waitress. She's all snippety and you're like, what the fuck's up her ass? Yeah. So anyway. And, but most of the time I'm always like, oh my God. Like, what is that? Actually, write down Hot Fuzz too, because you should watch that movie. It's really good. Hot Fuzz okay. is really good too. So now we've gone on about Requiem. This is yeah. just now after fodder at this point. Um, we should probably, I guess, 
We're we done to, for the day, I think. We're done we for the day. We don't have anything else interesting to talk about. I would like to yes. remind you to go to our website and check out our VIP day that we're having before podcast movement. Shepodcast.com forward slash Philly VIP. And come hang out with us the day before podcast movement starts. We're going to be doing an in-person two words that Elsie hates, which is workshop and mastermind. But it's sort of like that. Read it. Check it out. And then also you can come see us at podcast movement if you want to buy tickets at a lower price. Use the code SHEP or SHEP to get $50 off. We will have a booth and some other fun things happening, although I haven't we haven't figured out what that is. And then um, you can also find us now on Instagram at ShePodcasts, on Facebook at ShePodcasts. Our group is Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash ShePodcasts. And our Twitter is ShePodcasts. And if you've gotten anything out of the show, such as value, insight, maybe a chuckle check out our patreon give us maybe a dollar a month it's a quarter a show and if you can't spare it thanks for nothing no i'm just kidding (laughs) uh no i'm just kidding thank you for those of you who do sponsor us on patreon for those of you who have been sponsoring us this week as we offer the opportunity to put your name up for uh your episode of the week and also if you want to be interviewed um, this week we we turned on a, a feature where it says, you know, if you are going to be using these features, would you mind sending us a donation? Many of you have done so. And we really, really appreciate it because Elsie and I don't get paid to do the show or run the community or have a booth or do our consulting. This is like a full-time job without getting paid. So we really appreciate your support. Thank you so much. Thank you to John from Audio Editing Solutions for making us sound like the mad divas we are. And uh, thank you guys all for listening. Love you. Mean it. Goodbye.